Hello, you have found Godfather, Cliff Notes for the Mind and Soul. I'm Greg Heineke, a middle school principal, a lifelong learner, and an educational psychology apprentice. Well, that's a lot, Greg. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Well, I'm, I'm just Keith Long. I'm a Lutheran pastor and a published author and uh, a lifelong learner. I think I'm that's a, a lot. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not an apprentice. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's pretty awesome. I, I uh, can't call myself an expert. It's just a, an area of, of focus. So I'm, I'm calling it out. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Love it. Well, well this, on, this, is, uh, this is Godfather. This yeah. Is we're on episode first, three. First one of the month and uh, looking forward to a really fun discussion. I think, you know, we tend to go into the deep end of the pool on Godfather and uh, and yet there's a a, a a funny streak in in each of your hosts, and we uh, we like to talk about about the laughter and uh, and humor and how good they are for the body, mind, and soul. And so tonight's episode was my choice, and it comes to us from Radio Lab, looking at uh, the uh, the show Candid Camera, kind of a history. Uh, behind candid camera and uh, and and how there's a right way to execute humor and then there's everything else uh, <laughs> and, and so when it when you're when you're dealing with candid camera and, and practical jokers and those kinds of uh, shows uh, when it comes to unsuspecting people uh, in on the joke that they, you're trying to tell you really have a responsibility to nail it and do it right and yeah. uh, and so there there was a process behind that and I'm excited to to debrief that uh, that episode yeah very very exciting fun funny stuff we're gonna be laughing hopefully a little bit as we go through it but let's do hot seat right hot seat hot seat indeed so it's my turn i I gotta be in it putting you in the hot seat greg and we're gonna talk about uh, all things at least four things humor related and and we'll just we'll just see what happens so uh, first thing that comes to mind for you the funniest thing you have seen or heard lately Oh, the funniest thing lately. Well, television show. I just was laughing at um, Ellen's got a game of games. And I have to say, I I do watch some of those things. So the reactions that they have, if you've ever seen that show on when they're put in the circumstances. So that would be what lately as of just 20 minutes ago. What was the circumstance? Um, So they, she had, do you know this show at all? No, I don't No. So Ellen's Game of Games kind of fell upon it as a, a family show, um, watching with the kids, uh, Carly in particular, and she has created different games, different challenges that they do, and eventually they get to this level and they can win up to $100,000. So um, tonight's games, some ones that were funny, they have, she has made this like little roller coaster inside the studio, and they ask questions. And in this particular um, game, they deal with texts and who the celebrity was who sent her texts. And the contestants are guessing whoever it was. And then if you get it right, you stay put. If you get it wrong, you move up to the top of this roller coaster. And just, you know, I mean, you're able to figure it out. But laughing at who they think the um, who the person sending texts happens to be. Um, and it's just an enjoyable game show. So it's kind of like a, kind of like a game of charades, basically yeah. watching somebody yeah. else play charades. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. All right. Question number two, 
Do you embarrass easily, Greg? Um, yeah, I, I think I probably do. I, I suppose it depends on. So yes, but okay. there, the qualifier is depending upon the topic. Can you? Can you? Are you willing to to uh, share an example of a time that 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 you got that, embarrassed? That I was embarrassed. Um, the one that always comes to mind is um, showing off when I was, I don't know, eight, seven, something like that, to, to some friends in particular, family friends, and there was a girl, and I decided to uh, cut my hair for her. <laughs> <laughs> when you were eight, you did that yourself? Yep. I'm like, hey, I can do that. <laughs> I can do this. Watch oh. me. <laughs> How did it turn out? Uh, horribly. <laughs> <laughs> How long was your hair? Like, did you uh, I, have a lot to cut? I, uh, I, I cut. No, I mean it was just sort of my bangs, if you will. If there oh. is, you know, on a guy, yeah. if there is such a thing, yeah. and didn't have a mirror, grabbed the scissors and just took took some off. It actually oh. ma- makes me think. Um, so here's here's the follow up for that. Apparently, I have a theme. Just realized it. The theme was then again showing off for friends, in particular a different girl. I'm now in uh, sixth grade, and at the time we were able to go on a school trip. We were going to do an overnight, get got a whole bunch of uh, hotels, uh, hotel rooms, and decided to grab the curling iron and curl <laughs> my oh my, my hair. <laughs> Well, I don't have yeah. any hair. Yes. So I burned my forehead. Oh. Curl my hair. <laughs> so instead of getting a nice curl, you have like a, yep. a, a burnt strip across Correct. your face. Correct. That did not oh. end up as planned. Nope. <laughs> I was going to show off and just have that curl the rest of the evening. Nope. Oh, that's 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 gold right there. <laughs> I that's guess. Gold. That's gold. I guess. There you go. All right. Well, my question three, you kind of already answered, so I'm going to modify a little bit. I was going to ask you about a TV show that always makes you laugh. Instead, I'm going to I'm going to tweak it to just say like your go to place for humor, like having a bad day. You just you got to pull something up to make yourself laugh. What do you do? Yep. Um, usually Robin Williams. Some 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 I mean, he's, he's got to be. We talk about him a lot. He's going to come up almost all the time. The the, the best um, example is Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. Uh, and I'm going, I know it's coming. You know, sometimes you see movies, you watch, especially comedies, you know, it's coming. So yeah. you're not surprised in that regard, but there are so many funny things in there um, with whether it's the fruit or his face is, is <laughs> dripping off or. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Just, just so many super the, hilarious the 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 when he's on the phone and he's pretending to be the other um housekeepers applying yep. and what he comes up with there and his his interview and his, yep. just his side comments like when you know he doesn't or like when pierce bronson comes in and he's just giving him a hard time and yep. oh he, gosh. He, sets his, he sets his chest on fire and makes yeah. a comment about getting a hot flash i mean they're just yeah. It's beautiful. I don't know if he's yeah. riffing, if they're written, but just that. If, if I, think, I need to I laugh. Think, you know, Robin Williams is definitely up there. For me, you know, I was more of a child of the 90s. And so Chris Farley is, is okay. kind of is kind of that, that for me. In fact, just the other day, I was showing my, my in-laws, uh, Matt Foley, the motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, <laughs> and some of Farley's skits from yep. from the heyday, and just just having a great the Chippendale skit, and the, <laughs> I I um, laugh because you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. The Japanese game show, like I mean, it's just you know, he just had. This, it, it's kind of like he he kind of got typecast as the, the the spazzy one, but like he also just had the versatility to do just about anything that they put him in, and mm-hmm. and just make it make it hilarious. So, yep. uh, all right. Well, do you have any favorite jokes? Last one. Any favorite jokes that you like to tell, or one that you have heard that that again made you chuckle? Oh, no, I I really don't. I mean, the the humor that 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 I laugh at or that I can't, I, I think even you and I have is, is, is comments, you know, and not yeah. shaming or putting people down, but real life circumstances. And then you kind of do a little twist on it. Um, I, story I, humor is, yes. is basically what it is. It's just, it's a, it's a story humor. It's the little things that happen during the story. And yeah, it is hard. I, I, you know, as a, as the funny guy and, and, in high school, you know, you'd get, Oh, be funny, tell a joke. And I was just like, I, I don't, that's not where I thrive. Like yeah. my element is in a circumstance and, and just doing something unpredictable. Yep. I can't just come up with, you know, random joke um, no. to, to I, impress people. So. And I think you have to admire that. Or I do at least in, in standups and how they make it look easy. Again, I really like um, Robin Williams, but uh, I like him in movies and different, television shows and such he he had some great stand-up I, I think of jerry seinfeld you think of eddie murphy and some of you know classical people and they made it look easy um mm-hmm. and they add some of that narrative mm-hmm. into it you know telling the story um and 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 it's it's just those types of i i'm impressed i, I think yes. it's really hard yes. to tell a joke it I is yeah yeah well, that is a perfect segue, actually, into the future's past, uh, our, next, uh, our, our next segment. Uh, something that in the future will no longer uh, exist as, as, it, as it does right now. So basically, another flip it around. Something that's relevant right now in the future will no longer exist and, or be around or be as relevant. So, yeah. uh, so we must have the, the telepathic wave going on because my future's past is TV stars and comedians with broad appeal. Mm. I think that time will be gone because we live now in, uh, we live in this, this time where streaming is so prevalent. Yeah. That you, you don't really have network shows that, that everybody sees, you know, it's, there's just so many things that people watch that, uh, you know, just the, those broad appeal where like everybody knows a movie stars is different, you know, like right. people see those movies, but when it comes to TV and your stand up comics and your, uh, you know, the comedians that would do shows and traveling shows, like there's just a, you know, there's a ton of them one, but uh, I, I just think that there's this, this movement to you know and and, you know cancel culture and we're living in you know with taboo topics i mean and and a lot of these comedians made a name for themselves by being very offensive yeah uh and and doing things again pushing the envelope and you know being unpredictable and being vulgar and and letting being in a situation where people can kind of like let their hair down and be surprised and i and i think now with with internet, with Twitter, with like, you can't, you just, you know, you can't get away with things as much as 
you know, back in the day. And I'm not saying that as like a gripe. I'm just saying, you know, we're very sensitive right now mm-hmm. as a culture and, and rightfully so in many regards, as we've talked about with, you know, in regards to racism and, you know, and those kinds of things. But uh, it's just so the Eddie Murphys and the Robin Williams and the George Carlins and the, you know, those kinds of big personalities that everybody knows. I just I don't see, you know, in the future being like naming someone being and everybody in the room being like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then you got your female actors like, you know, Carol Burnett and Betty White and Lucille Ball. And I mean, even like Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus and, yeah. and Tina Fey, like all of those. Again, like that was kind of, I think, the last heyday of television stars, uh, particularly females that everybody knew. Yeah. I mean, now and again, I'm not watching a ton of network television anymore. I, I and let unless it gets moved to Netflix and then <laughs> and then I'll watch it, you know, yeah. or Hulu. Uh, but I couldn't if you were to list like the top TV shows on the network right now, I probably wouldn't see any of them. Yeah. You know, and wouldn't be able to pick a female star out of the lineup, you know, like so I just think unfortunately, and maybe again, something else will take its place that that we won't need it anymore. But I, I think that that's Kind of on their way out, and yeah, I, I'd be so bold as to say it probably is now. I mean, it's not yeah. the, it's not the future. I mean, pause one second. You you just said it. Can you think of anyone? I, you know that that right. I mean that is currently the, the, the maybe on the tail end. I'm I'm trying to come up with a couple that have been given a show to be able to do something like that. Right. I. I really can. And that used to be the latter, right? Like you make it big and then you get to start your own show. Yes. And yeah. I'm sure Kim Allen, that, uh, Kim Allen had two, right, three of them. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I think they still do that, but they do a podcast or they do a movie or they do a HBO special. And yeah. again, it's, it's very niche, you know, and unless you're in that niche, you're not going to ever have heard of these people. Yeah. The future's now, Keith. I know, I know, and maybe, <laughs> and maybe I, maybe I shirked it a little bit, but uh, I, don't I was think just so, thinking, though. I was thinking I, in terms of like the pandemic and how like comedy clubs like are they can't be doing any comedy clubs right now, like yeah. people laughing, like and somebody on stage like speaking loudly towards people, like I mean, and then it's just kind of that thinking of like. I, are are those going to come back? Like, will will that happen again, or will you have to get all of that online? Yeah. Wow. No, that I like it. That's a really good one. Smile, Keith. You're Smile. on candid camera. Candid microphone would be, I think, what what we're on right now. Yeah, for sure. Hey, did I, before we get rolling, I mean, what? Just give your your brief background. What what is your background on candid camera? You you knew about it. You, I mean, we're we're young, so we're yeah. I I definitely definitely watched a lot a lot of candid camera and 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 knew 
of it and celebrated it and then in my youth practiced it i mean yeah. i i did situational spy humor if you will uh social <laughs> social experiments at malls and the like and and you know and then we started bringing in video cameras even too uh, yeah but we just didn't tell people that <laughs> we were we were doing things uh it was it was really just spy humor and and, and tricks and pranks and that kind of thing that but, is great well yeah you're gonna have yeah. to share a little bit when we get get some background behind this yeah that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) so no very near this this topic is very near and dear to my heart so uh so listeners we're talking about a radio lab episode from january 28 of this year the title of it is called smile my ass uh and if you heard the uh the intro to candid camera uh, it was, you know, smile, you're on candid camera. And so we'll, we'll talk about where that, uh, <laughs> that comment came from Absolutely. Uh, as we, as we get in here. So what'd you think? I, I, I love stuff like this because it had, well, besides the humor, which is, which is what we're talking about as far as a topic, but just, I love the history, you know, and knowing the background. I, I grew up on it as well, but looking at then the actual history of, of the show, by the time that I was able to watch it, they were on specials. It, it wasn't on mm-hmm. a regularly broadcast. I would have been too young. I, I suppose I was alive when it was happening, but nothing for me to remember. That wasn't until they became, um, you know, some some pieces that would show up on, on specials or whatever. Again, back to network television, because it'd been going on for decades. Yeah. Jumping around different networks and everything. So right. I, I just loved getting that history um, and hearing the different stories where that came from. And then again, we'll, we'll eventually get there, but hearing where the title of this episode came from, I mean, it's just perfect. And, and yeah. he brought himself into that circumstance, not, not yeah. deliberately, but right. Right. Yep. So, There's a, there, well, and I almost, I almost named, named the episode, the, co- the costs of humor, you know, yeah. uh, the, 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 yes. the, the hidden cost of humor basically because, Again, like there's there's great things that come with being the funny guy, but there's also a shadow side that can really bite you in the ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. So so Alan Funt is this creator of Candid Camera and he uh, begins this idea kind of he kind of backs into it as mm-hmm. so many great inventions and ideas come about. He was in the service and he got placed in charge of doing a, a radio program mm-hmm. uh, kind of made me think of uh, Robin Williams good morning Vietnam and uh, and so he he's in this radio program and he gets he gets this idea to he's starting to hear these great stories from from guys and wants to uh, wants to air some of these these stories and most of them are around kind of pet peeves and gripes and things like that and so he brings these these guys in and they you know they're you're chumming it up before and then as soon as that red light goes on all of these soldiers get a case of mic fright and they clam up and yep. they and they just they can't do it like they're Done. too nervous to share yep. and to talk and so Funt's kind of uh, what am i going to do so you know just like oh, i'll just i'll just fix the glitch i'll just shut off the light and i'll just record them and then when they're done i'll i'll tell them oh by the way uh i was recording you the whole time yeah, uh, and and surprisingly, they go for it. They're like, "Oh, okay, you know, like that was easy." Um, and so it, it then it becomes this the birth of candid microphone. Yeah, uh, the candid microphone, and then he leaves the service, and then he pitches the idea to a network, and you know, bada bing, bada boom, 
Uh, now it's Candid Microphone on network radio. Uh, again, this is, again, way back in the day, listeners. People got their entertainment from a radio, <laughs> not a podcast, but a radio station. Yep. And they would tune in at a certain time. And I just thought the, for me as a, you know, as a, you know, communications and a film and uh, broadcasting background college, like I find just the history of, of that refinement process really fascinating and how, and how it just, it, it's, it's really rare that you get it right out of the, out of the, you know, off off the start. Like it's usually you're learning and you're figuring out how this works and, and it, and it, totally like kind of flops <laughs> yeah. initially uh it's boring like you know people like in their private moments like they're just boring no if you just no one wants the microphone on. yeah no, no one, one wants, wants to hear to that. that like nope. it's dumb uh and then they they tweak it they yeah tweak he, it. He, he had a little wrinkle and and that's that's his genius is he keeps kind of tweaking it throughout the years because it is a great idea but as you're listening I mean, and even that we are so visual now, right? You you, right. you want to see those things happen, and this was all about hearing it. And people were people were like, "What's going on? This is truly." Yeah. They said it was boring. There, there's yeah. nothing. There was no shape. So for the listener who's listening to what we were saying about the narrative, there's sort of this beginning and then you know a climax, a middle and end, um, and it didn't have that. So he tweaked it and he called it the Ryle, I think was his, his first tweak yep. and yep. trying to be able to have them, um, you know, it built it up. So it's there just was turning, it's basically just like. turning up the heat a little bit. It's, it's, yeah. it's introducing some kind of conflict or some kind of unforeseen element that people then have to think on their feet and react to. And, and it's that, Again, the, the the element of surprise and right. the the entertainment value just skyrockets when you surprise people, yep. and and that's exactly what he did. He he starts to again craft these situations and circumstances for people to then be on camera or on microphone in this case to come up with, and then you know eventually you know television comes around, but the the name of the episode <laughs> comes from the, the criticisms that they'd get, they'd get these, they'd get these strongly worded letters. Yes. Um, people were people. Up, <laughs> mad. Yes. <laughs> we're mad. Super upset. The, the one w- was this woman writes a strongly, you know, worded letter and says it's mean spirited and it's wrong and it's invading people's private moments. And she's not wrong. Uh, she, she calls it dirty, sneaky spy humor that crosses the line. (laughs) And, and so, uh, Funt, I think, I think it was Funt, Funt goes to her house. Yes, it was him. And he has a, he's going to record her. He's got a recorder and they record the confrontation with her and, uh, and she goes on camera or, you know, on, on microphone, like saying like, yeah, I, I stand by what I said. And then he gets to the end and she's like, well, would you be willing to share this with people? Cause I've been recording this the whole time. Yeah. And dramatic pause. She doesn't respond right away. Right. right. I and mean, that's what you're listening for is mm-hmm. he goes, well, I've been recording you. What, what do you think about that? And you are ready. Cause she's just been complaining. You yeah. are ready for her. Like that's going to be your humor is because she is going to go off on him. Then <laughs> yep. she flips it on him. She's yeah. like, okay, yeah. I'm a celebrity. Let's put that yes. out there. Exactly. The cult of celebrity 
she gets bit by it and yep. she flips completely and says, yeah, sure. Go ahead. You can share it. <laughs> yep. And, and, and he's vindicated. I mean, he's totally vindicated yes. where it's just this like, yeah, I'm totally spying on people. I'm catching them in their private moments. It's hilarious. And they love it. And they give me their permission to share it because the, they, they get in on, on the joke and and then it becomes it becomes you know priceless right but but the 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 final tweak i think is is the most important thing which then just catapults them to just you know just history the history books is so what they were doing when it moved to video when it went to the the camera uh they would do the setup they you know get the turn up the heat they do all these things but then they would cut it before just just as like the person is they're getting riled up they're they're gonna let it loose kind of letting it loose and then they would basically just just move on to the next segment and Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't resolve it Mm -hmm. they wouldn't uh there there was no this was not a you know smile your own candid camera like they invented that after they started testing it and people were like, this is terrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's just like, this makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like watching this. Yeah. And, and it, it all came around again where, where they were criticizing the, the mic. Now they're cri- criticizing the video because it is, they called it mean spirited. They said that it was, it was like, it's fine. No one wants to be spied on peeping Tom's, all of those things. And, and, so he's like, great. What what do I got to do? I got to switch this up again. So he then creates what he dubs as the reveal. So right at that point, right where they're going to explode, that's where the famous line comes from. Yep. They, he comes out and they show him the cameras and they say the tagline, "Smile, you're in can of camera," and then it's like the person, yeah, re- realizes what's going on that they're not crazy. Uh, and that they had every right to be that way because it was a prank intended to do that. And then it's like, you see them smile and laugh and just their, you know, their confusion turns to joy and their anger, you know, just dissipates. And it's just this, then a party, you know, and everyone's telling stories about, Oh, and then I, yeah, I can't believe this and blah, blah, blah. And it's, brilliant it's shocking (laughs) it's shocking that they would be they are so this is an emotional thing they're embarrassed they're shamed they're angry and just like that those those words those five words all of a sudden everything is okay i think that's fascinating right and they had to and, and they had to get permission from these people before they could show it and I mean, I would be curious how many no's they got because it just seems like they had so much material, yeah. you know, and, and again, like that woman who flips and, and says, yeah, okay, you can share it. I'm, I'm sure it's just, again, that like, you mean, I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to be, you know, like, yeah, let's, do, you know, I don't care that it, I just look like a total moron, <laughs> you know, or, yep. or a jerk. And, and now it's like, oh, it's just part of the joke. It's just part of the humor. And let's, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Uh, so I just, I love, I love you get And again, as any good storyteller or musician will tell you without the resolve, it's kind of like everything else is 
pretty meaningless. Yeah. You know, and I remember watching the show like, yeah, it's not exactly the funniest thing when they reveal it, but it makes me feel good. Like I just, I'm like, Oh, you know, like they're cool with it or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, it's like that. Oh, I have peace now that, that this is, you know, that they're now that there's no secrets and now they're in on it. And it's, yeah. It's just kind of that feel good moment at the end, you know, uh, they're hugging him and they're like, you know, he, he, yes, he was the celebrity celebrity. They'd be looking for him or if something was happening, people would think that they're on candid cra- camera, you know, like yeah. they're getting upset and they're like calm themselves down by going, wait a minute. Is, is this candid camera? I watched a right. clip on some uh the classical, you know, bits, if you will. Have you seen the one with um with with the chained boat? Have you heard no. that one? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So just, well, I, maybe I have. I don't remember. Just, just briefly, and people are, you know, families are getting in a rowboat, and people are figuring out how to how to use the uh, the oars and get moving. And they've chained the boat to the bottom of the lake, oh. but it's a little bit far enough out there where they got in the boat and they get going, and it's usually family members or whatever. <laughs> It's hilarious, yeah. Keith. I mean, quick Google search on YouTube. And I'm going to watch that after. The, the family members are like, what's going on? And these guys are rowing and rowing and rowing. <laughs> I can't. I'm not Row going harder. anywhere. What's going on? Oh, my oh, gosh. That's so it, It's so, so funny. Good. Like, now that's, so that's what I feel like you probably did a little bit. I mean, I might be off. But I yeah. think, like, you know, that that's the kind of humor that you're talking about is, you know, nothing. Nobody's getting hurt and nobody really is embarrassed. It's just like super funny that they're they're kind of caught in this circumstance. And, and it's kind of like I think it's funnier when there's multiple people, yeah. you know, yes. because when it's just one person, it's like, you, you know, they're not going to talk. So you don't really get into their thoughts much. You, you know, like I think it just when they when they target small groups or families it's so much better because then you you add in all these different voices that are you know shouting their opinions yeah. and you know and yeah. complaining and oh my god it's just it's just so so funny uh but there's a cost there's uh, yep. a cost to can camera and so the the they close with this story this true story Alan Funt and his wife and his, I don't know if he had kids. Yeah, but his, his, he had a couple of yeah, kids on the A couple plane. of kids, they get on the plane to go to Florida on vacation. And I don't know what point, how they, I think they were in the air. Yep. And a hijacker, a real hijacker stands up and goes to the cockpit and demands that the pilot take them to. Yep. And, uh, and and this is like an actual hijacking taking place and people are, you know, kind of freaking out, but then somebody recognizes Alan Funt and everything changes immediately. And this woman is like, it's Alan Funt. This is, this is just a stunt. Yeah. This is a prank. We're on candid camera. And Funt just goes crazy. He's like, it's not, a, it's not, it's not like I am. This is really happening. They're like, oh, okay. They you know, don't like, believe him. They don't believe him. And he like, there's like a priest on the flight and he goes to the priest and he's like, I'm serious. I'm not lying to you, father. <laughs> like, like this is actually happening. And the priest is just like, you're not going to get me, Alan. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't believe him either. Like, oh. <laughs> So, oh my so uncomfortable to hear about it, actually. Yeah. It's not humorous now that they're telling this. It's not humorous. And yet, yeah, like for the rest of the flight, nobody's nervous. I know. Everybody's like, 
oh, this is hilarious, you know, like, and I can just imagine the hijacker being like, what in the, what is, this, is going know, what on is wrong here? with like, these people that they're is, not they're... taking this seriously? <laughs> Nobody's taking it seriously. Everyone, in fact, like they, the, his wife who's telling the story describes it like a party atmosphere. People are high-fiving <laughs> and they're like looking around, where's the camera, Alan? And, you know, and Funt is just totally beside himself, like, He's just like, we're going to die and nobody believes me. And this isn't, you know, like, and he starts, he starts thinking, I'm going to take the hijacker out myself. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tackle him because I, I just, you know, he just thinks he's the only one that's taking it seriously on the plane. And, and, and so it's kind of, I mean, yes, it's terrible. And yet it's like for the remainder of that flight, like, nobody's anxious nobody's nope. like freaking uh, in this totally like place of of you know peace and calm thinking that you know they're gonna step off the plane and there's the cameras and then they get there and it's cuba yeah they actually <laughs> are in havana it land in havana and people are wa- there then it's like turns right yeah it, like uh, turns immediately uh, like yes oh officers my god it's are, all... officers are there yep. and they get after these guys yeah they arrest them and take them off and then they deboard right yep and there's alan yep. kind of at i don't know it sounded like he was like at the bottom of the stairs where all these people yeah. were traipsing and they're by him. pissed <laughs> they're so pissed they're so mad at him and they're they're just throwing insults at him. How could you do like he did it? Mm-hmm. You know, like how could you do this? Like, you know, how you're so ashamed of you, yourself and blah blah blah. And then the I don't know if it's the last guy. It was somebody. Last guy gets off the plane and he turns and he looks at him and he goes, "Smile my ass." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's and that's how you know Funts. I mean, brilliant, but. You know, hey, there's a cost, dude, and you just you just got bit. Yeah, and I I mean I can't I just it's so strange that that it actually is true. You know, I, it just oh I can't can't get my head around it, and yet I can't stop like laughing at his terrible luck. <laughs> I wonder, Man, yeah, and I wonder that could could you go out in public anymore whenever right? anyone saw you? I mean, yeah. it is yeah. it's Peter and the wolf. It's, it's crying yeah. every time that his face is seen. He, he was, it was that popular. He was that popular that they oh. had to have been like looking around and, and trying yeah. to find a camera or seeing if, if whatever was really going on. I, yeah. I mean, the, the, the price of, of celebrity though, I mean, back to the eighties and nineties uh, that it was his son. He kind of, it, it moved from, from Alan to Peter. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and that's where it even came back. I guess I, I jotted down in the nineties. I certainly don't remember that, but they brought it back on CBS and doing these specials and his son was a part of it. Well, it just launched an entire industry. I mean, that, that really was your first taste of reality TV yeah. right there, you know, and, and now you've got undercover boss and you've got Dateline and you've got, you know, obviously, you know, the survivor and the dating shows and the, all that, I think came straight out of candy camera. Oh. I mean, I, I guess it'd be yeah. hard pressed to say that something preceded reality TV that, you know, candy camera didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like that's where it came from was seeing that, Oh man, we don't need actors. 
we just need cameras in yeah public. No, I think you know? for sure. Even to the the straight up rip ripoffs, like uh, it's it's punked, isn't it? Isn't that the one where? Um, yeah. Yep. I mean, that was candid camera in the right. you know, early two thousands. Yep. Punked and jackass. Yep. You know, and then uh, Tosh two point Of course, that one I think is just a, like America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, but you know, again, it's it's just it's. You know, it's getting cameras out out there and you know, accruing all this, all this data and information. And well, it, uh, I think it's the same. I mean, because a yeah. lot of that though is you're sending it. It's it's different in the sense of like you recorded it and then you sent it in. So you're yeah. not you're yeah. you're okay. Um, you didn't need that reveal because you you made that choice to embarrass right. yourself or whatever it is. Right. Try to curl your hair with a curling iron type of situation. <laughs> Send, yeah. send that in but that's what's interesting too is you watch those shows and like ah, oh, that some of them are super funny and some yeah. of them like you're like oh that that's not funny really at all or, or people right. the, the ones where they're kind of getting hurt you know they fall and I, i'm like i don't know if that's that slapstick is really working but uh, and it's just i mean now that it's not you know like any of those stephen colbert he, he has a team to go out and do this they set up fake you know interviews and i mean it's just it's kind of it's a little creepy in a way where, you know, you don't know, like if you got into, if you were out and, and something really weird happened and you were the, like, who's to say that there's not somebody recording it. Right. <laughs> yes. You, you know, and that's the part where it's just, it's just so prevalent now where back, back then, I mean, not at video cameras, like people didn't have those, like you had to spend so, so much money yeah. to get a video camera like they have on you know, the networks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I, but I, I applaud the, uh, the medium. I, I applaud the, uh, the refinement and everything that they, they came up with it. I think it did totally change the face of humor and, and TV comedy. And I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look up some greatest hits right after I, I get I, done. I think you should. <laughs> Change boat, sitting too close. Those were a couple oh, that I gosh. that I watched. You gotta, so good. You gotta check so them good. out. Well, that's a wrap on another episode. Thanks for listening. Join us again when we will explore more about humor and discuss its surprising effects on the mind. Godfather artwork is designed by Chuck Bennis. Theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nita Roda. And transition music today was from Candid Camera in the 1970s. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like what you hear, subscribe. Offer your rating or review. Helps us reach more listeners. Thanks again for tuning in. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Greg. Fodderheads out. <laughs>